0: This is episode number 14 of the Money Owners Podcast with me, Morgan Rochard. Money Owners is a podcast for people who want to be mentally and financially crushing it. This podcast does not provide investment advice, and nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued to be investment advice. If you want more information about money owners coaching, and really everything else I have to offer, just go to moneyowners.com, poke around, see if you like something. All right, so this is episode number 14. I was actually, I was going to record this, and then I realized I didn't even know what episode I was up to, which I think is maybe a good sign because I actually have been doing this almost every single two weeks or so, and um, yeah, I'm like feeling really good about my commitment to you guys and everything else. So this episode is all about financial freedom. And I guess also financial independence. And I'm really, I'm just like brewing with stuff to talk to you guys about this one because it's just like such a hot topic, I feel like right now. Um, And it really takes me to a place uh, where I like to be because actually when I first started out my practice, one of the niches I focused on were young professionals who wanted to retire early. And I would say in my practice, that still rings true, but it's actually morphed more into business owners. A well, lot like what we talk about on this show, but it's really morphed more into people who were in a corporate job, they hated it, and so they decided to go and start a business. And in doing so, they've effectively retired early because they don't really feel like they're working anymore. Um, And some of my clients feel that way. And obviously, uh, you know, I think that if you talk to any of my business owners, some days they'd be like, I'm never working another day in my life. It's awesome. I love what I'm doing. And then, you know, you catch them on a bad day and they're like, this is such work, you know, (laughs) I feel like I'm actually like that too. Like in a way, I feel a little bit like I'm retired early because I love what I do. I love who I work with and everything else. But there's always like, there's always that one day, you know, where you're like, everything's terrible. I hate my life. So um, anyways, to get back to uh, retiring early and financial independence. So there's a difference between financial independence and financial freedom. So financial independence, let's just define it, is literally that you have enough money in the bank where you can do something called the safe withdrawal rate, which is 4%. And we can get into why it's 4% and everything else. But I think, honestly, it'll probably bore you. And you, what you could do is just Google the Trinity study, and you can find out all the reasons behind where that 4% number came from. But basically what it is, is it's um, they did a study on multiple portfolios, mostly a 50-50, I believe it was 50-50 stock bond portfolio rolling periods where they looked at returns and people withdrawing at certain rates. Um, And whether or not that money lasted over a long, long period of time. And they found that 4% could withstand basically any market condition as long as you were only withdrawing that 4% from the prior year's close. So what does that mean? On December 31st of 2018, your portfolio ended at $1 million. That means that if you were going to take 4% out throughout 2019, you could only take $40,000 out for the year. Regardless of what the portfolio did through the year, you can take out that $40,000 through the year. So if at the end of the year it ended lower, that 4% would go lower. You would only be able to take out, let's say, you know, I don't know, less than 40% the next year. Or if it went higher, you'd be able to take out more than 40% the next year. That's how it works. So what financial independence basically means is that you have enough money in the bank to sustain a 4% withdrawal throughout, you know, your lifetime. And really what happens with the 4% safe withdrawal rate is you end up accumulating assets actually over time because 4% is really the minimum that you can take out to withstand any market condition. So when you think about any market condition, I mean, that literally means like, you know, there's there's a couple of years or a few years or maybe even, you know, five years where the market is just doing so horrible, but you've managed to, you know, crunch down your spending and only take out that 4% per year, and you could still with withstand that market condition. But most market conditions aren't like that. Markets tend to go up over a long period of time. This is not investment advice. <laughs> That's just historically what markets have done. So like if you look at point A to point B over a very long period of time, they tend to go up. So keeping that in mind, if you're doing that 4% rate, you're probably actually earning on that 50-50 stock bond portfolio more than 4%, and therefore you're keeping up with inflation and also um, your portfolio is growing. So usually what happens if somebody does actually retire early and they stick to that 4% withdrawal rate, they actually end up with more assets than they thought that they would ever need in their lifetime, which is kind of a nice thing. So the difference between that and financial freedom is financial freedom doesn't mean that you can literally like say F you to everybody around you and your boss and go quit your job and then take your safe withdrawal rate for the rest of your life. (laughs) Financial freedom is like a little bit more I don't know, I guess tactful. So like you have money in the bank and you feel comfortable with what you have and you're probably, maybe you're even taking some sort of withdrawal rate on that money or not. Maybe you're letting it grow, but you don't feel confined by your finances. So it's like, it's a very much of a looser definition, right? Financial independence literally means I'm living off of my investments and that's it. Versus I am I have enough money in the bank to feel comfortable and to be able to do the things that I want to do. Um And I know, like, everybody in the fire crowd is, like, you know, up in arms right now that I even said that uh, (laughs) about financial independence because they're like, I work, you know, I also earn money. And that's true. You can. So let's say, like, I don't know, you had a million dollars in the bank, but 40 grand wasn't enough for you to live off of, but you also plan to have a part-time job for the rest of your life to make another 20 grand, and that's how you spend 60 grand a year or whatever. I don't know. That's also financial independence. I was just trying to make it, you know, simplified for the purposes of this podcast. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you can still send me your angry emails if you want to, but, you know, like, I hear you on that. (laughs) You can't have a part-time job and also be financially independent. Um, So I think though when we really think about it, um, and I know these are all thoughts and I guess I should just throw that in there. Everything about this is a thought, right? So like financial independence, whether or not you really want it or whatever you're thinking about it, whatever you think about it is a thought. It's not a truth. You don't need to attain financial independence. You don't. Um, I mean, I think even for like the retiree crowd, right, if anybody out there is listening who is, you know, 65 or older and thinking about retiring, yeah, like maybe you need to be able to live off of a safe withdrawal rate, but the period of time that you're going to be retired is actually quite smaller than, let's say, somebody who retires at the age of 30, in which case your, your withdrawal rate might actually not be 4%. Uh, it's probably something that you do need to talk to a financial planner about. Um, that said, you can, you know, you don't, you get the choice. I guess is where I'm going with this. You get to choose how you want to live your life. You get to choose whether or not financial independence is something that's very important to you, even in retirement, or if financial freedom is enough for you. And you get to decide that. And you actually are inadvertently deciding that every single day. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy if you're like living paycheck to paycheck that you're like, how am I deciding whether or not to be financially free or financially independent when that's like not even remotely close to being in the cards for me? And the reason why it is, is that you're actually choosing not to be financially independent or financially free. So another way to look at it is like, I think most people, not most people, but at some point you actually, you can be financially independent, right? Like at at a very, at a basic minimum, if you needed, let's say, I don't know, if you're willing to like not have a home or move back in with your parents or do certain things, like maybe you actually could be financially independent right now. Um, If you did a tally of your net worth today and then you decided what 4%, like you took 4% off of that and then you saw how much that was in, let's say, income for yourself, maybe you could live off of that. Maybe you could go to a country in the world where the cost of living is so much lower that you could live off of your savings right now, right? Like these are all choices. So I guess what I'm trying to say here in like a long roundabout way is like we're making a decision Day in and day out to not do that, right? If we're not financially independent and we think that we don't have enough money in the bank. I know that might sound totally insane. And I feel like I say that a lot on this on this podcast of like, whatever I'm saying sounds totally insane. But it happens to be true. Um, whether or not you do, you think about it that way or not is really your choice. You're you're choosing not to think about it that way versus you are thinking about it that way. Um, You can move to Thailand right now maybe with your savings and live there for an extended period of time. You can move to Thailand right now, I don't know, for a few years and then come back and get a job, right? These are all options that are available to you that you decide whether to do or not to do based on what you want to be doing in your life. So why am I telling you all this? (laughs) The point of me telling you all of this is... So that you actually think about whether or not financial freedom or financial independence is something that's really important to you. I feel like sometimes um, when I talk to the fire crowd, they think that they have to be financially independent to do the things that they want to do in their life. And I'm not here to tell you one way or another. So I feel like I should have prefaced this entire podcast with that. Like, you get to do what you want in your life. You get to decide how to think, how to feel about it. How to act to, you know act accordingly based on those things and then what kind of results you get as, you know as a result of doing all those things you get to decide that. but I think sometimes we hear the words financial independence and we think to ourselves, oh it would, you know life would be so much better if. <laughs> if I didn't have to work for a living. Um, <laughs> and actually, it kind of brings me to like a funny thing where when I was talking to my parents about this a long time ago when I first started my business out, and I was like, I really want to pe- work with people who don't want to work for money. And they were just like looking at me like I was totally insane because that's like such a millennial thing. I feel like uh, all you millennials out there, it's like I feel like I hear this all the time from like 30 somethings and 40 somethings that like, you know, they don't want to work for money. You want to work for some sort of purpose or something meaningful in your life. But that kind of takes me to my next point of like, why do you think your work isn't meaningful? Have you thought about that? I don't know. I mean, like you can just do any kind of work you want in this life. Um, Why is the work that you're doing right now not meaningful? You maybe don't need to be financially independent. Because maybe if you chose something to do that you really, really liked and that meant a lot to you and that you felt like you were making an impact in the world by doing... Maybe that would be enough. And I think this kind of goes back to our last episode on income where I talked about the fact that like income is actually driven more by value than anything else. And it's the value that you create that creates income for you. And you can create anything and it could be meaningful. And it doesn't have to be meaningful to everybody. It has to just be meaningful to certain people who are willing to pay for it which is kind of like the beauty of it. I feel like that's what's so like amazing about just jobs in general or careers or businesses is like not everybody has to buy your shit, (laughs) which is plain and simple. They just don't like you don't, you know, there's so many people out there in in the world like you don't need to run the next Uber to like make an impact. You can, you know, you can touch maybe 100 lives and make a really good living and feel really good about everything that you're doing by creating value. Uh, and that's not something that's really talked about all that often. But I feel like as um, as a small business owner, and maybe I hopefully I'm talking to other small business owners, you'll you see that in your practice as your as your practice evolves, that you don't have to really touch that many lives for you to really make a difference. Um, or maybe you want to and that's your thing. And that's okay, too. But I guess where I'm going with this is like sometimes we think that we have to, let's say, like grind ourselves down to a pulp working for somebody else or working for a large corporation or whatever it is that you feel like isn't meaningful. I know when I worked at UBS, um, this is something I used to tell my husband, then boyfriend, where I felt like I was just an ant, just marching into that building every single day just marching in. We were all marching and then we were all going towards the escalators and then we were all going towards the elevators. And it just felt like every single day it was the same march. But you know, what's crazy about that is like, I mean, I I didn't do the same stuff there that I do now, but I did pretty similar stuff. I mean, I did portfolio management for high net worth clients. Um, I do that now. I mean, I do a lot of other stuff for my clients too, as you could probably tell from the, you know, the way this podcast is going, but, um, I think like that was a thought I was having. Like my work wasn't meaningful because I wasn't doing it the way that I wanted to do it. But really the problem there was the thought I was having about my work. And I'm not saying that that means I should have stayed at UBS forever, but I think it would have made my experience there a lot more pleasant if I didn't have that thought of like my this like solemn ant marching into a building, you know? And I think that, you know, I hope that maybe this is resonating with some of you who are thinking about starting a business someday that like your time... Your time when spent with other employers doesn't have to be that way, and it doesn't have to feel that way, and it doesn't have to feel like financial independence is so far out of your reach because, you know, like in order to spend $80,000 a year that you're currently spending, you have to have $2 million in the bank, uh, and how long is that going to take me to do, right? Like it doesn't have to be that way in order for you to feel free now, and I think that's kind of the beauty of financial freedom over financial um, independence, because financial independence is really like it's kind of rigid and static. And you actually do have to have a certain number in the bank to have that independence number. But the freedom thing is like, okay, well, what do I want to do with my life? How do I want to do it? Where do I want to do it? When do I want to do it? You know, <laughs> there's so many questions about who I am and where I want to be and how I want to do it and living deliberately. Um, and that's like really what all this podcast is about in general. And really what I work on with clients quite a bit is like, how do i intentionally live my life in a way that feels really good to me and how do i do it where i'm spending the way i want to be spending i'm spending on the stuff i want to be spending on and i'm kind of cutting out the stuff that really doesn't matter that's financial independence i'm sorry that's not financial independence <laughs> that's financial freedom right financial freedom so like for me and my husband like we love seeing our family maybe like maybe that's not so much his goal but it's definitely my goal and it's rubbed off on him where like, it's very important to me that we travel around and see our family who lives all over the place. Um, and that requires a large travel budget, especially now we're three people and I know like my son's under two years old and I can just put him in my lap and whatever. But like, honestly, it's kind of, it's, it's like really a pain if you don't have the whole row. <laughs> so maybe it's more of a need, you know, want that I need that we have to like, you know, buy him his own seat. But like we, you know, that's how I want to travel. I want to have the whole row. I don't want to have to feel like, I need to scrimp and save and not have the whole row when we travel. And so, like, our travel budget is very important to us, and we make an effort to save in other places so that we can go see our family. So that, like, that to me feels like a little bit of financial independence, right? Because right there I made a choice. I made a choice to say, hey, I'm willing to spend here, but I'm not willing to maybe spend in these other categories, like, which for us is kind of like groceries we've tried to cut back on quite a bit, um, even though we cook a lot at home we don't go out very often. That's definitely like a place that we've cut compared to other people. I mean, I look at people's budgets all the time and like our going out compared to other people's is, you know, it's, it's like paltry. So, but we've sacrificed, right. As a result, we don't go out as often. And I know a lot of my clients who just love that. And like, that's really important to them. And it's really important to them to have a night out with their spouse, especially who they don't see all week because they're working so hard. It's really important to them that they that they can do that. And it's not as important to us. It's more important to us that we, you know, get on a plane and, you know, (laughs) drag our monkey across the universe to go see our family. So I think it's kind of one of those things where – Financial freedom is, is a choice that you get to make. Um, and so is financial independence, right? If that's something that you want to work towards, for sure, that's a choice that you get to make. But like the choice is made for you a little bit in the, in the regard of like how much money you have to have in the bank versus financial freedom. So I think those are just some things to think about when you're thinking about who you want to be in this lifetime. And also what I hear quite a bit from people who want to have financial independence. So the number one thing is that they want to do meaningful work and they don't feel like they're doing that now. Two is they want to spend more time with their family. They want to see the people that they love because they're working so hard and they don't see them at all. And the last thing is that they want to, you know, they want to feel, like, less stressed in their life. And I want to offer you this because I feel like this is not something that's talked about in the fire movement, right? Like, the fire folks are like, yeah, like you know, save as much money as you can and eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches and then you get to spend all the time you want with your family from age 35 until you die. <laughs> right? I feel like I feel like I hear this all the time, especially like Mr. Money Mustache. I've been on that website and literally like they eat like lentils and peanut butter jelly sandwiches all the time. And like I think my husband would die if I made him do that. <laughs> He'd be like, what do you mean no steak? Like is this a joke? What no no steak, like ever, ever again? Like just peanut butter jelly for the rest of our lives? Is that are you serious? Uh, (laughs) And actually, I feel like I might be like that too. Like I'm, I'm blaming it all on him. But meanwhile, I like, you know, get turkey tenderloin all the time. But anyways, so (laughs) where am I going with this? Um, The point of this though, is like, you know, it doesn't have to be that way for you to spend time with your family or be less stressed or do meaningful work. All of these things that you're thinking right now about wanting financial independence are actually thoughts in your head. These are all things that you can do before you become financially independent. And in fact, I really encourage you to do those things now. Like, okay, so even if you're 30 years old now and you've worked out the math that if you scrimp and save, you can be financially independent by 40 and you will have from age 40 until you die to do basically whatever you want with the rest of your life forever and ever and ever. Isn't that great? Okay, except that like, You have to, like, crush your soul for the next 10 years to do that, which I get in the grand scheme of things. If, like, you live to 100 and you get 60 years of awesomeness and you only have to crush your soul for 10 years, like, the trade-off is there, but, like let's be serious. I mean, do you really want to do that for 10 years? And like, is it going to feel good to you if you're doing that over the next 10 years? Like maybe if you're going to be doing that, maybe you should start changing your thoughts about the soul crushing part, you know, make it a little easier <laughs> to last those 10 years until you're financially independent. I don't know, just something to think about. But like, when I think about it, that sounds awful to me. I mean, like literally, I w- I worked at Merrill Lynch for a little under two years, and then I was at UBS for another two and a half years. So um, about four and a half years, let's call it, at large brokerage places and I could have done I could have done that for sure I could have said hey okay I'm just gonna like you know crush my soul for the next 10 years collect what I can save as much as possible and then when I'm financially independent I'm gonna go start my business and work with the people that I want to and do meaningful work except that I would probably still be there Because my practice, my financial planning practice is actually turning five years old in August. I'm really excited about that. Um, And I should have a party for my clients. But anyways, so... Yeah, I mean, I'd be five years in, right? And I probably would have another five years to go at least (laughs) where I'd be scrimping and saving and I'd also be paying like super high New York City rent because I was working long hours and I didn't want to have to commute and everything else. So actually probably would have taken me longer than 10 years to put the money away that I would have needed to in order to be financially independent and then to go start my business. So why am I telling you this? Because if you're one of those people right now who thinks to yourself I don't want to be in a soul crushing job forever. I want to put away as much money as possible so that I can retire by age 45 or whatever it is, however much you've worked out. And it's going to take you 10 to 15 years to do it. How do you want to live your life over the next 10 to 15 years? Or have you saved enough? Are you financially free enough where you actually could go start the business that you want to start now? Why are you just sitting on the couch? Why are you listening to me? Why are you going to start your business? (laughs) I'm just kidding. You should keep listening to this podcast because it's freaking awesome. Um, And somehow got explicit in this one. I'm sorry about that. I hope you're not listening to this with your kids. Or if you are, they've learned some new words. Um, So anyways... I think I will probably have a lot more to talk about on this subject, but I just wanted to give you just a couple of quick nuggets to start because I feel like I hear this a lot about financial independence specifically in my in, in the crowds that I roll with um, and why it's, you know, the best thing ever. And then, like, you know, there have been other people who have come out who have talked about, like, why financial independence won't work and how these people are, you know, they're not going to be able to afford their health events later in life. And I actually, I actually don't agree with that. I think, like, if you do the safe withdrawal rate right, if your portfolio looks proper and everything else, if you've invested properly and you've done your homework, you actually can make it work. But the real thing is, You have to actually be the kind of person, once you retire, who is able to find things to do with your time that is meaningful. And I think that's something that's not really talked about all that much. Like um, We talked about this actually in the Discipline Equals Financial Freedom episode where um, I mentioned a philosopher who said that if we dropped you in the middle of the ocean and you're literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you can go anywhere, but you panic right because you have all of this freedom and you don't know what to do versus we drop you, you know, close to an island, maybe we drop you near Bermuda, (laughs) and then you have somewhere to swim to, and then you have a goal to accomplish and you can get there. Um, Financial independence is a little bit like that, where if you are just, like, you know, grinding away, putting your head down and grinding, 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 and just to see the light, but you don't actually know what the light looks like, you haven't thought about it, or maybe you have, but, like, your plan for the light is something that you can only maybe do over six months or a year. Um... Like, maybe that's not what you need to be doing. (laughs) Maybe you need to be evaluating your thoughts. Maybe you need to be evaluating where you want your life to go before you start putting yourself on this grind towards financial independence. Because, like, I think at the end of the day, yeah, it's really nice. I'll travel around the world for a year. Okay, then what? Um, Okay, I'll play golf every day. Okay, then what? Like, okay, well, I'll do yoga every day and I'll hang out with my kids. Okay, then what, right? Like, at what point does your does your time become something that you want to plan more for? At what point, like, have you decided what you want to do, who you want to be for the rest of your life? And I think, like, sometimes when we're working so hard and we're doing everything that we think that we can be doing to become financially independent, we put ourselves actually backwards because, like, we think that all that we need is, like, a good night's sleep and some rest and respite and, like, you know, a massage and everything else. But really, like, I don't know how else to say this other than, like your work has to be meaningful to you regardless of what it is. It really does. And your life, like work actually gives life meaning in a way, um, because it's, it's sets you up. It gets you out of bed in the morning. It gives you something to do. It gives you something to look forward to. And I think like a lot of what's going on in the retiree community and why people are actually working longer is because they're, they, they don't know what to do with their time. I talked to my parents about this. Um, and, uh, cause my parents are in their sixties and, you know, I don't know when they're going to retire, but you know, they have a plan <laughs> they'll share it with people eventually, I guess. But they, like, my dad is obsessed with golf and like my mom, she gardens quite a bit. And, um, she actually like really has a good des- like eye for design and other stuff. And she wants to take some classes at a university at some point. Um, but like they, they they want to like come up with a plan because they need to. Because they've been working for so long. You can't just, like, go from working for so long to just, like, not having a reason to get out of bed. And um, I think that it's just as true, if not, I mean, it's it's even more true, I think, for people who've work, been working their whole lives. And then they abruptly stop, uh, for sure. So if you're thinking about retiring soon, you need to have a plan. It's so important for your mental health, for your sanity, for your spouse's mental health. Because they don't want to deal with your crap either. <laughs> get, get your life together. Um, yeah, but like, it's really important if you retire at like 40 to think about what you would be doing for the rest of your life. And I think that's why like starting a business is one of these things. that's really kind of cool because your business will evolve over time just as you do. And it's something that I've noticed even being in practice for the last five years is that my business has certainly evolved over the last five years into something that's amazing um, and will probably continue to evolve over time, I would imagine. I mean, like, if if I get to do this for the next, you know, 50 years, <laughs> God willing, um, I hope it's something different. I mean, otherwise, have I not grown at all, right? I mean, I think that's, like, part of being human is, like, we suffer quite a bit and we also grow, um, and financial independence, in a way, is kind of one of these things that gets lured in front of people of like, oh, all of your problems will be solved if you can just get the money in the bank that you need, so that you don't have to work for the rest of your life. Except that, like, that will that could possibly bring on more suffering for you if you don't plan for it. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that's really all I wanted to say about the financial independence thing to start. I will certainly have more to say about it, and I hope that y'all like this episode. Um, please comment on this one. I would really love to hear your thoughts about financial independence versus financial freedom, where you are on it, what you were thinking about it. Um, Also, we're going to have our next Q and a episode coming up on the next one. Um, Originally it was going to come out in two weeks, but I'm actually traveling with my family and I really don't want to have to worry about podcasting while I'm away. So it's going to be three weeks. Sorry folks, three weeks, not two weeks, but in the meantime, hit me up on Twitter at Morgan with an E Rochard or at money underscore owners. And send me your questions. I will also, you know, put out a live tweet asking for them. You can also go on the website moneyowners.com forward slash ask Morgan with an E and drop me a line. And otherwise, leave me a review on iTunes. Come on five stars. I'm giving you like all this awesome free stuff. Yeah, free info. That's really cool. So yeah, leave me a review. And I will see you all in three weeks. Thanks so much.